0: Check, check, check. What do you think? Is that a little low? How's that sound? Check, 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 check. Make some adjustments. Let's get this down. Let's get it fired up. You fired up? You guys fired up? Because I am. My whole city's fired up. It's a crazy day. Riots in the streets. Virus, virus in the streets. People are very unhappy today. People, there's a lot of sad people today, and there's there's a lot of emotion floating th- through the city, and I can feel it. <clears throat> I can feel it right now. There's helicopters in the sky. There's a there's a there's a police chase on Facebook that you can just watch. The guy's just driving his semi truck down the freeway with a bunch of cops chasing him. Madness, absolute madness, but I get it. I I totally get it. Do you get it? Do you guys understand what's going on? Do you understand why people are mad? Mad at cops. I mean, there's a lot of problems in this country, but you'd think that one of them, you know, if you're if you're a leader of a country, you'd think that one of the things that you would make sure is that you're, the people who serve for a living do it because they love to serve. If you want respect and if you want power, being a police officer is not for you. It's not your job. Don't do it. I don't recommend it. You're not going to be good at it. Become a, the CEO of a gas company, you know, work for, you know, work your way up the corporate ladder, but not not in the service industry, not in the serving people industry. That's for good pe- people who care and people who, who are givers. If you are a giver and you really want to give, become a police officer. Those are the types of people we need until then this is just going to have to happen people are just going to have to get hurt and there's going to have to be sadness until we wake the fuck up so we need strong leadership i'm not a leader i'm just i'm just on the sidelines observing and doing the best i can to be an example of what a human should be. My parents were very are very peaceful. My parents always taught me to be a good person, and whenever I see someone in trouble, I always immediately am drawn to them to try to help them, for better or worse. Like if I'm in the water, if I'm surfing, and I hear two people arguing about something in the water, I I want to paddle over, and I can't. You can't. That's just too kooky. But I hate it when people are unhappy. It's my, my biggest problem. I want to make people happy. That's why I became a stand-up comedian, to make people happy. So when people are unhappy, I I, I feel it. And I can... It's in the air. You, you know, the sounds of the helicopters and the sirens. It's just... It's just a audible pain. Speaking of pain, do you know when you Google n- knee the next word that google fills in is pain that's that's all that's the main thing that knees are googled for they are the least sexy part of the human body i think any other part of the body if you google it they'll probably be one on the list will probably be sex like armpit sex wonder if armpit sex is good i mean it couldn't be that bad i had a infection in my armpit this weekend i my i woke up and my armpit was in pain so i went to the doctor and he had to slice it open and drain it and it took him like ten minutes to drain and he was shoving an instrument in there and pulling it out like he was like scraping butter out of the margarine container. Butter out of the margarine container? Who puts butter in a margarine container? I haven't done any stand up in it's been now three months. No stand up. Just stuff around the house. I've been doing a lot of riveting around the house and I noticed that it's not that riveting at all. It's actually quite boring i don't know why those two things share the same word but most of my work is spent with my relationship trying to master that she put the knives in the fork tray with the forks like she just thought we should just have one you know forks and knives in one row and then spoons and then nothing that's those are the three rows that she thinks we should have. I already told her I didn't want that. I said, you know, I do most of the cooking and preparing. So I'd like, if it's all right with you, I'd like it to be knives, forks, spoons, all separated. And she just kind of walked away. And then a week later I'm doing the dishes and I open up the tray and there's forks in and knives in the same one and then the other lane is completely empty. And I got angry, I got very angry. And I walked into the living room and she was sitting there and I said, knives in the fork tray? I thought I told you that I didn't want knives in the fork tray, yet you still put them in there. And she just started staring at me. That's what she does when she's mad, she just stares at me. So I decided to just stare back. And we just stared at each other for a good, like. It was it was funny. It was so hard for me not to laugh at how stupid I felt. But I stared for a good three minutes, which doesn't seem like much, except right now, just here's three minutes of staring. You ready? I'm not going to do it, but it's a long time. That was five seconds, and it was still long, wasn't it? Anyway, after three minutes, I just quit. I said, I, I just walked away. I said, this is so dumb. She was winning. She won. I'll never beat her at staring. Uh, that's her game. Why did I even try? It doesn't matter. Just I just put the knives back in the knife lane. She knew what she did was wrong. You ever notice, too, that when they say clean is a whistle? Like, whistles aren't that clean, if you think about it. They got people's mouths all over them how often do you wash a whistle a lot a lot a lot of relationship challenges for everyone right now we're all facing being stuck at home with not really a lot of space you need space i've talked about this before when relationships were invented back in the old days back when we used to, men used to go on hunts they would go hunting for many many days now it's just you. You you're spend so much time together, so you can't. It's just you run out of stuff to, to talk about, or you, you forget something. There's, and there's no excuse if you forget something. It used to be an excuse. I'm sorry. I I was in the woods for the last thirty days, and I was I had my my mind on other things. But there's no excuse now. You're home together all the time. How could you forget? You know what we need is more women leaders. All this shit is started by men. Women are the best leaders. They don't fight over leadership too. Like if you think about the term cheerleader, that's every single one every single cheerleader is a leader. There's no cheer assistant. There's no cheer vice president. There's no cheer treasurer. They are all cheerleaders. I like that I like that attitude. Respect for life, man. It's all about respect for life. Do you guys respect life? How how much do you are you respectful of life? I'd love to know. Like, for example, when we talk about insects, we all probably kill insects. At some point, we've killed an insect. What's your... If you're the insect jury, how do you handle different insects? Like um, a spider in the house. How do you deal with a spider in the house? What's your insect laws? My theory with spiders is this, inside, because I'm, a sca- I'm scared of spiders, Ugh! if I can catch them, I catch them under a cup, and then I make them sit under that cup all day. Then, at the end of the day, after they've thought about it, I take them outside, I put a little piece of paper underneath the cup, and I take them outside and I let them go, so that they have that understanding, you are not to come back. I'm not scared of spiders, they just creep me out. Of course I'm not scared, I've been bitten by spiders, it's not that bad. I'd probably be scared of a tarantula. I'd run away from a tarantula in the wild for sure. Those are creepy. Let's see what else. Flies. I just try to... If a fly gets in my house, I try to just get it out. I try not to hurt flies either. You know they say you can't kill... Like guy couldn't hurt a fly. That's a good thing. You're not supposed to hurt things. That fly might have kids. That fly might be cool. That fly might be fly. That fly might be your great-grandmother. Respect everybody, man. I saw an old guy walking by today, yesterday. He, his back was all bent over. Sometimes people, not sometimes, always, When when I see people with their back bent over, I immediately stand more upright. It is, it's just like, wonderful thing that life puts out there for me to help my posture just people bent over walking down the street to remind me to stand tall stand tall guys no ducking be confident in yourself you're a great person be the best you you can be I like that we all have different skills I think like, I remember when I was in my 20s, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I was trying all sorts of things. But nothing ever really, nothing ever really fit. But I kept trying different things. And I think that's important is just keep trying different things. Trying to narrow it down to figure out what you're supposed to do. I think we're all given different skills, little, little skills. And you have to find out how to make that advantage something you enjoy doing. I sucked at most things man i was terrible at most of my early like school i was terrible in school i couldn't do anything right i took i got tutors and that never helped but i go to class and i i just i get a c minus a c minus was pretty good for me like if i got a c minus i was i was like okay i can live with that c's were great c plus was like an A for me. C-pluses, I knew my parents would be happy. They'd be like, you're working hard. I appreciate you you're working so hard, son. But I never really figured it out. I never, ha- I had trouble paying attention in class, I think. I don't think I was dumb. I just didn't pay attention. I didn't, I didn't like it. I wasn't inspired. But I always remember there was some p- kids in school who were very, very good. And I was always envious of them. People would come up to them after the class and say, What did you get for number four? There was the kids who were popular after school and at lunch, but in the classroom, the smart people were the stars. The Teacher would reference them, Hey you guys, I'm gonna just read a little bit from Molly McNeil's essay for you guys and they'd read it and you have to listen to how good it was and you'd be like and then they'd start the speech about the you know, you guys, I gave you guys <coughs> Two months to prepare this, and it it was really disappointing looking at some of the essays. Some of you, it's like you didn't even listen. You didn't even listen to me. I wrote it on the board. It's right here on the board what the essay was about, and some of you, I don't even know what you were thinking, so uh, I'm going to hand out your essays with the, with the s- score on them, and hopefully you guys will learn because I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to teach you. And then he'd come by and drop off mine. I just, I knew. Big D or something. He'd just look at me and I blip, put my head down. In college, I took a stand-up comedy class. I took a stand-up comedy workshop. I figured I was at the stuck at the school anyway. I didn't want to be there. But I knew that my dad really wanted me to go back to school. And I didn't really have any other ideas for my life yet. I was young. I was 19. So I did it. I went to school there. Tried out for the basketball team. Didn't make it. I was out of shape. So I was stuck at the school taking like three classes. And it was a long drive from my house to the school for three classes. So I said, All right, let me just take a couple more classes. What do they got here? And they had stand up comedy. And I thought, Okay, let's take a stand up comedy class. And it was scary. It was really scary. First class, the teacher goes, all right, this is how you write a joke. I want you guys to go home, come back next week with a, f- a performance, uh, You know, maybe like two minutes of comedy. And I was very excited. I was so excited that I ran home and I started writing. Came back the next week, got up on the stage on the front of the class, told my jokes, the crowd laughed, the teacher asked me something and i told a joke back to him i had the whole uh, i had the whole classroom dying and i went to sit down and everyone else did their stand up after class i walked outside and people were coming up to me from class going how did you do that how did you do that and that's that's when i remember feeling like oh shit this is what i'm supposed to do this is the first time in my life i feel like I have an advantage over everyone else in the class. All the other classes, I have way behind. (laughs) And that was in 1997. I was 20, is it 2020, 13, 23 years ago? 23 years ago. Still, still have so much to learn. Did you guys watch my special? Did you enjoy it? I'm making a book. I'm making a book right now based on the special. It's gonna be a really cool book that you can buy and it's gonna have photos that go with the special. And you'll be able to look at the photos and I'll have got all. I'll have the entire special transcribed and it'll include an audio uh, download. So you'll be able to listen to the special while reading the special my 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 words and looking at it and photos that I've been taking with a uh, Matt Masisco photographer and my buddy Josh who's a lighting guy who's just not working right now cuz Hollywood is pretty much closed so the three of us and my lady are going around taking these pictures it's been a lot of fun so don't forget to check that out I'm also, I mentioned this, but I'm also on Cameo if you want. I'm, I'm only 20 bucks, guys. I I think I'm one of the cheapest, if not the cheapest, Cameo on the app. So if you want me to say something to a friend of yours or to you, you want me to give a shout-out, go on Cameo. And I'm also on a new platform called UrbanFlixTV.com. It's like the black Netflix, I, I would best call it. I mean, I would—that's what I would call it. And uh, I'm on a—I'm on a show there called Laugh Tonight with Damon Williams. doing a set, so you can check me out on there. So there's now there. Look at this. There's all sorts of places that you can see me. Things are starting to change. You can watch my entire comedy special at LachlanPatterson.com for $3.99. That's it. Or if you share my special, if you share it on Facebook or Twitter or in an email or a text to your friend, you can watch it for free. Just go to the website and find out how. It's very quick. Other than that, I hope you enjoy the podcasts. I'm going to have a few guests on over the next couple. If you have any questions, please feel free to tweet me at Lockjaw. Instagram message me at Lockjaw. Facebook me at Lachlan Patterson Comedy. Whatever you do, you can even go on SoundCloud. You can go there and leave me a message. Or you can just send me an email. All the information's on the website. Until then, be safe, be healthy, and be strong. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you.